0: liner aka coldly elco onok aka full metal smacker chick and welcome to outlaw bars where we talk about everything that's great and not so great in the world of anime as always
1: I have with me hey guys it's Chope aka Firelord Ho You Tried uh what's up? Wow
2: well, I don't even know how I can like compete with that but you know it's your girl <laughs> Tam and the kitty Lily in the background. So Tam aka Lily's mom. That's me. True.
1: <laughs> well, Lily wins, honestly. She's our faith.
0: Yeah, she's the best of us when it really comes down to it. Alrighty, we know that it has been a minute outlaws and we apologize for the brief hiatus. Life be life in sometimes and that's all I have for you right now. Life be life, but we are here. And we are ready because if you were with us this weekend, then you may have noticed that we were live tweeting something near and dear to my diva heart. And that would be the full metal alchemist live action movie. Now, let me tell you first off, before we deep dive in, when we heard news that it was getting a live action adaptation, my only concern was that Roy Mustang must be the man because I love Roy Mustang. I love him deeply. I really, really do. And Dean Fujioka really captured that for me. If you feel some way about Dean's performance, keep it to yourself because I will not be polite. That's all I'm going to tell (laughs) y'all as we start this. Keep it to yourself because if you have some slick words about Roy Mustang and or dean fujioka i'm gonna have to cut you that's all i'm saying yeah
1: we I mean, know that I he's don't like your baby I, I dad
0: yeah i
2: don't have any frame of reference so i don't have any snarky comments about him
0: <laughs> and when you develop that frame of reference you can keep your snarky comments because you can get cut too oh my god so
2: aggressive damn. i just said i don't right i wasn't even trying to be negative i was just saying i don't have a frame of reference god damn
1: Diva's ready to whoop your ass in advance. She's like, I know you haven't even seen it, but still. Like, shit. Wow. Okay. Um, well, damn. I feel like I, I can't feel as strongly as Diva did in that moment. Shit. Uh,
2: yeah. I don't even know what to say now.
0: Okay. Well, Well, I'll bring it back into a semi-professional type of realm. Um, Thank you. Cool bean. Appreciate it. <laughs> I try my very best, I really do. So you may remember a few months back in I, and not October but November, when Anime NYC was going on, they actually had the U.S. premiere of Full Metal Alchemist there, and I was able to, um, I was able to see it to review it for um, fanbros.com. So if you have any questions, if you haven't seen Full Metal, the Full Metal Alchemist movie on Netflix right now, I don't know what you're doing. It's already been there. It's it's there. It's been there since the 19th. Make your way over there. Um, but we were one of the great things about that screening was the director was there and after the screening of the movie he actually sat um he actually came and answered some questions and gave us some insights into the movie. So I know Tam hasn't seen um Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Chope, have you seen either? Of course. Okay.
1: Did you see Brotherhood or the original? I saw both of them. Brotherhood is oh. my favorite one though
0: because brotherhood is true to source that's why it's condensed it's true to source gets rid of all the dbz-esque filler So, so okay
2: i will say this i the i never watched brotherhood i did try watching the like regular full metal alchemist and i didn't like it which is why i stopped watching it and everyone was like no brotherhood is so much better and i was like all right but you you know how it is when you are an avid anime watcher you have like five billion shows in your queue and that just got lost in the sauce however I will say that after watching the movie I did enjoy the movie that um I do plan on adding that into my queue I'll probably watch it at work because there's so many episodes um yeah because is it on crunchy I know it's on Netflix but is it on crunchy I believe it is on Crunchyroll. yeah so if it's on crunchy I'll just watch it
1: at work the i like brotherhood a lot like like diva said it gets to like the meat of everything and it's like all of the (coughs) best parts of it and it provides the context that you otherwise don't get like a lot of the issues i'm gonna put issues in hard quotation marks that we were discussing while watching outlaw views once you actually watch it you'd be like oh shit they left xyz stuff out or whatever. because I still have a couple of questions about what I didn't see. Uh, and, but I th- And I can fill you in. Um, but it's, for example, like, father, we didn't see him. Uh, and for whatever reason, it may have been a lot. I may need to revisit Brotherhood. But the scene at the end where the guy gets eaten by all of his creations, first of all, you earned it. We always know that whenever you try to create some sort of fucking army of like brainless people, they always turn on you. So that's a good lesson about minding your own motherfucking mark ass business. Um, fate apocrypha. Right. <laughs> hey,
2: hello. That's you know when I saw that scene that's what I thought of. I was like, "Oh, this is giving me fate Apocrypha vibes." And I was like, he... and it was funny cuz Lust was like, "You can't handle this, my my guy like This is too much for you. And he was like, no, I got it. And then he was like, yeah, I'm your daddy. And they're like, "Uh uh-huh, we're going
1: to eat you, bitch. As soon as as he said, I'm your papa, come to me. I was like, I can't wait for those motherfuckers to bite your whole face off. And what they do, they got him in the neck, just like a vampire. I was like, you earned it, okay? You earned it, you little weird, tiny man. Like, you (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) You fucked up on so many levels. Like, first of all, you shouldn't have been, like, you know, consorting with lust and envy. That was your first mistake. But secondly, thinking that those kinds of creatures would somehow give you the autonomy. Like, I don't know why certain people align themselves with like other groups. It's just like, do you really think that you are somehow going to win out in this scenario? Like, you think that they're going to let you create an army of brainless... Uh, monsters who don't feel any pain or whatever and you're just gonna be what you're gonna be the king of all this shit like people don't think this stuff through okay like this is a 101 plan we need other steps that are involved and i was very happy like
2: they they treat world domination like a get rich quick scheme
1: hello oh my god side note this is the this is the exact same issue that michael b jordan had okay like okay. you didn't have a okay, okay. hold on time out time out, okay. Time, out, time out time out time out time
0: out time out time out time out time out i know the spoiler embargo has passed for black panther but Way there passed. might be some there might be someone amongst you who has been a little bit preoccupied with some things and is going to see it in the next 24 to 48 hours
1: oh okay so, meaning you Okay. Whoa! So,
2: come on, really? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. So I mean.
1: this is so just like any all villains. So to b- piggyback on what Tam said, minus any other cultural references, people who want to take over the world think that somehow that they're going to have an army and then they're going to become what millionaires who fuck every available person on the planet. Like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen when you dominate the world? Like, the world is now dominated. Where do you spend your money, okay? You've killed everyone. Where do you go to get breakfast now, okay? Like, now that you're, like, the king of the planet. Like, none of this shit actually makes sense, okay? You just, like, have some weird boner for, you know, like, oppressing other people. And that's why you got fucking eaten, okay? That's why in 0 to 100, your babies ate you and it was a wrap.
2: They were all ugly. Like, he couldn't even make nice looking. No, of course not.
0: His- he was ugly okay. too. Okay, but remember we had when we were talking about homunculi and Fate apocrypha versus full metal alchemist. Those are their homunculi. Those are like their like their bargain basement homunculi. Uh, like lust and envy are like the top tier homunculi. Uh, those okay, are so, your bargain basement okay, homunculi. So
2: are like lust and greed. You would be like this is Nordstrom, right? And then like the ones that he made like oh bitch this is family
0: dog exactly that's exactly what it is but um i want to jump back to what show was saying especially if you have seen full Metal alchemist brotherhood or you've read the anime um read the manga um i've done both um you will have noticed that there were certain things that weren't included and <coughs> in certain um characters and arcs that were kind of condensed and combined into one we see it all the time in um live action adaptations but for this one in particular, um, the director, director Story, says specifically that he wanted to tell the entire story in one movie because he wasn't sure that he was going to get the opportunity to make a sequel. If we if we go back to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure: Diamond is Unbreakable Chapter One, that movie bombed at the box office, and it was supposed to be a trilogy. Oh wow! So Yeah, so Sori didn't want to take that chance. He's like, I'm going to tell the whole story the best that I can in one movie. However, if you watch like towards the endings, there are things left in there that leave an opening for him to come in and expand some of the story. Like when Envy was killed... By the way, Fullmetal Alchemist, the manga, and Brotherhood are old as hell, so there are no spoiler alerts on this one. When Envy... (laughs) When it was like when Envy's um, homunculi body was killed, and you had that little like lizardy creature left behind, that happens in Brotherhood, and that and that little creature tries to find another host body. But the fact that that little <sighs> little cre- that little lizard creature emerges from the body and then gets away leaves an opening for the for a potential next movie because director Suri would like to do it again. But once again, it requires the fan support. And, you know, for it to make enough money. I can't remember off the top of my head how much made in Japan, but the fans genuinely love the movie and more importantly, the manga ka loved the movie as well.
2: Yeah, I mean I think it was it was good. Like there were things obviously like I wish were expanded upon, especially in the beginning, um, when you have Ed and Al um trying to bring their mom back and, you know, you fast forward to the future when, um, is it Al is in his, his armor. And I was like, well, I wish they would have shown how exactly he like got his soul. in You know what I mean? Like that, those like
0: that in between, like, how did he get his soul into the armor? That kind of but stuff. But you did, but you did, you did see that. However, you didn't understand what you saw because you've never watched Brotherhood. Oh, well. Because, you know, in the scene where, um, in that scene where they're in the room and they're, First of all, that tra- was it that transmutation scene was awesome as all hell. The the effects on that one with those two little kids, those little kids, I need to I need them to give them like all the all the lollipops, all the rice balls, all whatever treats that they whatever they want, because those two little kids really did play Ed and Al really well. But when you see um, the little boy who plays Ed reaching towards the armor and drawing on it.
2: That's how the oh. that's
0: how that's okay. how Al Soul gets bonded, and when the next time you see him, he's missing an arm and a leg because that's the price that he paid to get Al Soul. So
2: I re- so that I realized, but I like I said, it just because I I haven't watched it, I was just like,
0: what? <laughs> and and um. to be clear, like you never really see more than that in uh, for okay. maybe like the first two thirds of Brotherhood. It's not till like you get to that last arc where you finally see the deal that out that ed makes
2: okay when he makes
0: when you see the gate of truth so no we don't we don't know the mechanics behind it we don't know how all that works gotcha. until like the last third of brotherhood gotcha okay
2: so i was like i feel like i'm missing stuff but it was it good was- <laughs> um
0: those weeks though Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Who's, who, who's 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 right. wig in particular? Which one? All of them. So first, it was okay. Ed's time neck. out. First of all, first of all, I don't know if it's fair to let the wig queen do this because who can compare to the proficiency of the wig queen? But let me. Okay, I'm bald so and let even me, me let, me, say let this. me let
2: me let me let me tell you my gripe with this. Okay. One. Okay. Ed's, Ed's, Ed had a dry ponytail wig. Okay, and I was just like, mm, you can put no oil sheen in it. Fine, but then. I, I That was, like, I let it slide because it looked like a typical cosplay wig that, like, you would see at, like, the conventions and stuff. But then it was Envy's wig. Like, Envy came on the screen, and I started laughing. Not even because of the outfit, because, like, I Googled his character to see what he looked like in the anime. And, yes, it was pretty accurate, but goddamn that wig. And let me tell you my problem, because Japan is very close to China. Okay. You could get you a nice <laughs> virgin Malaysian Indian Remy wig and just zhuzh it up. You didn't have to put that dry ponytail wig on. They didn't have to do what was it envy with them little I like shit locks. It looked like locks but not locks and then like gelled up right. pieces of hair. It looked it looked like it looked like a beginner cosplay wig. That was my issue with it. It looked like a basic cosplay wig and for for a big movie production with the like cuz it had really great special effects um which I like I mentioned that when we were live tweeting that like I really liked the special effects of the movie. I was like so y'all just said fuck the wig budget. Y'all just said fuck the hair because that you know and it not if I, even if I wasn't in wigs like I would still be like why does that why does that hair look like
0: Okay, I have three words for you. Game of Thrones.
2: Not, no. People's wigs in Game of Thrones look better than the the shit that was in... Hold
0: on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, specifically Rhaegar Targaryen. Do remember that crappy ass wig that they put on Rhaegar at the end of this last season because they spent the entire wig budget on Daenerys Stormborn. And yeah, I mean In, in, the, the, in the, the in the case of Full Metal Alchemist, it's a little Okay, I'm gonna have to go back to um the, the commentary from Director sorry is that Japanese productions typically don't have the budget that a comparable US production would have. Well I can so tell they're, with them wigs. Stop it. I'm sorry. So Just... so so they're so they try to do a whole lot with a lot less. Like when you're watching Granite, yeah, Ed's Ed's braid. I I expected something a little bit more luxurious. Envy Envy's always I I get like that that dirty kid feel. So like his crappy wig, I was willing to let slide, but at it least Risa's.
2: W- it was so ridiculous.
0: I'm trying, I'm trying, but uh, it just was so, it was so ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, but they do work with a, with a smaller budget and particularly like their CGI and their special effects budgets are way smaller than US productions. Like if this was done in the US, it would have, I'm like, only God knows what they would have and could have done because they would have had so much of a, a, a much larger budget. But director story specifically said, you know, we had to do a lot. And when you have Al, who's entirely CGI, you have to get creative with all the other things. Because one of my pet peeves in this movie, and I saw it on the big screen. So I don't know if anybody noticed it when they were watching it at home on their TVs or on their laptops or their tablets. Is there's that scene in the tunnel where it's um, lust and gluttony. And lust tells gluttony that he can oh, eat the soldiers.
2: The way, the way gluttony
0: when, so, ran off. So, like when you're when he's when he's head on, it looks really good. But when the actor turns around, you can clearly see that it looks like they kind of taped PVC pipe to him to make the tummy teeth.
2: Yeah, and then he the run like, after the soldiers was kind of funny.
0: No, but that's how that's how gluttony moves like oh, he moves like kind of like, like this he th- kind th- of like lumbers this- along because like he's really he's really obese so like he's not he's not swift anyway like he just ambles after you kind of in like that that jason and how and jason and halloween type of way where he just like keeps coming and for wh- however way he manages to catch you and eat you but in brotherhood like he can actually like inhale you <laughs>
2: uh, okay so yeah, but like the definitely the definitely fact- have to watch this
0: Yeah, definitely Watch Brotherhood. So that was one of the things that got me. Like when I'm watching, I was like, it was good. And then the turn, I was like, eh, not so much. But one thing, um, oh, I forgot to start this entire segment with my favorite three words, fuck Show Tucker. Okay, yeah. So I was like, "Do we like
2: Show Tucker?" I feel like I've heard Diva say "fuck Show Tucker," but I wasn't sure. And everyone was like, "No, fuck him!" And then I saw what he did to his daughter, and I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck you guys!
0: Come on, fuck Show Come Tucker! On! Fuck Show Tucker!" I want to now paint. mind you. Oh, tidbit, tid motherfucking bit. The actor that plays Show Tucker plays one of the government agents in the Tokyo Ghoul Live movie. The older one with the 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 salt and pepper hair you in the tokyo ghoul anime you know the two the two doves yeah the younger one and he has that older companion the older partner yes he plays the older partner in the tokyo ghoul live action movie
2: oh was that live action good
0: the tokyo ghoul live action movie was one of the best anime live action movies that i have ever seen It, it kept true to the source material the special effects were really good nothing felt superfluous and even if they even if they combined or condensed storylines, it wasn't really noticeable oh it was really one of the it was really one of the best live action movies that i've seen but that but show tucker plays that guy i know you do and i want you to i want you to go see it but my issue with show tucker in this regard was that show Tucker in Brotherhood isn't like this maniacal evil genius that you see, like the show Tucker in Brotherhood. He's more, he's just a guy trying to keep his job, trying to support his family. And the first time he does it, and he did it with his wife. Like we never really get the backstory either in in the manga or in Brotherhood for why he made his wife into the Chimera we know why he we know why he did it with his daughter in the second one because he was going to lose his certification as the what the life weaving alchemist or life stitching alchemist depending on what version um you've you've been watching or reading but when you see it like dude you could have just let it go you could have gotten a job teaching somewhere and it would have been okay <laughs> you didn't have to when... do that to that little girl and that little girl was so cute she like was. when I, was it when i was watching it at anime nyc and you see her come on the screen with the dog when i tell you people started crying from the first moment they saw nina because we all knew what was going to happen god damn we all knew what was going to happen and it fucked all of us up all of us but show tucker never went like full crazy like evil villain that that's not what happens like green like he he gets in ed's face and he was like He's like, we play God. He's like, by by dealing with alchemy, we play God. He was like, what makes you better than me? And as like, I'm not killing people to make this shit work. He was like, you killed your I'm wife. Not, you I'm not your making
2: my daughter a damn chimera and fusing her with the dog, you asshole.
1: Play with me. I was done. I think that he- Done. Showed, in this iteration, I liked Show Tucker, Not- obviously it's fuck him because he's garbage, but like the explanation, obviously this guy was obsessed with how he was viewed because like, it's like he was in competition with Ed. He's like, oh, you were the youngest day alchemist. Well, I'm a, a stitching life alchemist or whatever. Like, he killed his wife and then he needed people like he kept talking about how he needed people to recognize his greatness, to recognize his genius, to recognize his skill. And he was willing to give up his child for that. And then next level, he fucking took Winry like, and Al hostage in order to what? To learn more about... Uh, Be- because the, the
0: fact that, Ed's- sorry, sorry, that Al's soul was bonded to the suit. He was like, "How in the hell did you manage to do that?" Right. that's so he... like that's some next level shit. I'm like, but when I when I saw that scene, I was like, "That's," and he and he forces he uses Al to force the gate the gate of truth open, and I'm like, "That's that's not that's that that that's not." Show Tucker's an asshole and irredeemable in my book, but that's not, canon Show Tucker. No,
1: no, no. like which is, which. Out of all of the changes or the differences, this I actually appreciated because in the Full Metal Alchemist, what is your excuse for murdering your wife and then your child and then your dog? Like, I would rather your drive be that you are obsessed with how that you're viewed and that you're just, you know, a decidedly bad person who just can't let shit go, as opposed to what being some sad fucking nerd who... I guess lucked up on killing his wife and then decided that he was just gonna make it a murder party and then just go for his daughter and dog. Like that makes less sense to me. Every
2: time you say murder party, I die.
0: <laughs> just
2: like, just,
1: you, you call I'm every not. you call everything a murder party. <laughs> Why? Why is it a murder? Oh, but what else would it be? Like a ma- like think about your immediate family and you kill one person in it and you decide, you know what? We're just gonna finish this off. We're just gonna go full on. <laughs> so you killed your spouse, and you're just like, mm, "This was not a spicy enough interaction." Next up, my elementary age child and my emotional support pet. You guys are up next. Like, what is? To me, it makes more sense for you to just be like a madman who is obsessed with how he's viewed. That that would push that along as opposed to well, I'm just locked in my library reading books and I guess the next available option is to kill my, my baby? Like, your wife is gone. You don't even fucking have anybody else in your family.
0: I I can't call it. This is why I say fuck show Tucker. Most, and I'm going to, actually, I'm going to, going to somewhat agree with you, Chape. If they had given more of his motivation in the original, and the source material, maybe I could kind of see why he did it, but it was still, it's, always and forever fuck show sucker
1: absolutely but
0: but um there was one scene that i wish they had put in that i was waiting for whether in a flashback or something and that was the state alchemist exam where you have like young ed standing in front of um king bradley and the rest of like the 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 nominating committee whoever the hell these old men are and like and he does his thing and like he runs up on king bradley and like tries to kill him (laughs) But that's because like there was a few there were a few characters that people noticed that weren't there. Like Scar wasn't there because Scar is the one who puts Nina out of her misery once he finds the Chimera because you can't undo it because you can't undo it. There's. Oh, so there's no.
2: So there's no way to save her.
0: There's no way to save her. There's no way to save her. And Scar knows that. And he puts her out of her misery um well that stars makes it th-
2: even sadder like i thought they were gonna try like i was like oh maybe i'll watch the anime and they'll find a way to like
0: put her back in her body okay no mm-mm, unfortunately you can't like you can't unbake a cake
1: yikes i don't <laughs> I like that analogy yeah. That's a baby in that there's a baby in that cake i don't like
0: it hey it's the best i had and um, King Bradley, who I mentioned, wasn't there. Wrath um, wasn't there. Um, you mentioned Father Cornello wasn't there, but he, that was the spot in the very beginning. That scene oh. in the beginning when he's when he's running through and the guy has like that recoil and he's like, I yeah, that's the po- that character is the Father Cornello character.
1: I just remember oh like-
2: the guy that was running in the beginning and they killed him
0: yeah and like they 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 put up the they rig the um p a system so that the whole town hears how he's been bullshitting them. That's uh, Father Cornello and leor. I'm like that's that's that scenario. Um, what they don't show was the aftermath of Leor, which we see in Brotherhood because you know you liberated people, but you don't leave them any framework right and shit falls apart. and that's what you see in Brotherhood. You see the aftermath of them kind of toppling this figure. But not leaving anything in its stead.
1: Oh, you know what else they left out? They don't tell you... They tell you what a philosopher's stone is, but they don't really tell you what it is. They don't... Yeah,
0: because once again, like, he's... He's trying to tell the entire story, but still leave room
1: for a potential sequel. Which I appreciate, but, like... And the weird thing is, I didn't even learn what a philosopher's stone entailed until watching one of the side movies. Like there's some movie where they basically tell you verbatim that like one philosopher's stone, I think is one million souls. That's how you get one what wait, wait, wait a minute show, hey, did you watch all of Brotherhood? I feel like I did, but also I watched it while I was concurrently in graduate school, so okay, then, I may have, then that like, yeah, because in
0: the like the, the, that final arc where you meet the the dwarf in the flask. You find out that the Philosopher's Stone, like they, like you can, you see the map and how every military conflict in the region was basically c- collecting souls
1: for the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, yeah. Well, the number yeah. is a million, I <laughs> yeah. think. And, it's that, like and that's about how many people,
0: people die once you added up all of the different military conflicts.
1: Which is why. So for you, Tam, when you see Ed get the Philosopher's Stone, that's why mm-hmm. he, and he, it's like part of him wants to use it. And he's like, no, this is a human soul, lol. It's not one human soul, bro. It's, and in those uh, canisters There's up above, you can make a, you can make like a dollar general version of a philosopher's stone. That's what the pastor had. That's what all those other like, so like maybe ten souls will get you those fragments that you saw above your head, but to get a real one, to get the indestructible one, the kind that fuels envy and lust and gluttony, you need a million which is also kind of horrific to think about like so that's like what 3 million souls between the three of them not to count all the rest of the other homunculi like terrible. yeah cuz
0: there's one there's one for every deadly sin
1: right so a million of those but just the it brings of course the question of the the ethics of it because al obviously like Ed obviously wants to save his brother but is it worth it to use something that like It's like a blood diamond, but worse. It's a soul yeah. diamond. Um, Ooh, could you, that's a good one. That's a good Right? One. Like, could you in good conscience use that kind of power that is basically housing the pain of all these people? I mean, these people died in a fucking prisoner of war camp. You don't think that the trauma of that action is not also baked into the philosopher's stone itself? Like, you didn't get a bunch of people who died peacefully in their fucking sleep okay like you murdered these these people these people were murdered right these are military conflicts these are people that you like fucking electrocuted tied together like they were cattle and shit like that so yeah like once you once you learn what because the whole time you're just like philosopher stone yes you want them to get one you want their bodies to be restored you want them to be made whole and then it's like you hit a brick wall when you realize what it is made of. And like, I legit got sick to my stomach when I found out because so, so what it's all make-believe, but you know, you're invested in it. Um, But now I need to rewatch it, obviously, because I, I only remember the dope thing,
0: because the dope thing is when, what was it? I believe Ed and Al come upon that information during, in research. So we learn that. And when, while they're doing their research, we learn how a philosopher stone is made of human souls and then you find out about the military conflicts that were used to fuel like all, like your, your really grand, dig, big sorry, your grand, big bad father. So, like when Ed finds out and they actually get a legit philosopher's stone, he's like, I want to get your body back. But I can't do it like this. And he refuses to use it. He's a good kid
1: yeah he's much better than uh than he's much better than the adults in his position because you have a situation where you have all of these people who are using like amount, you know using shitty versions of it so they would obviously have no problem using a real philosophy not at stone. all they're not like all. Sh- they are clearly shit people uh who have no kind of morals like whatsoever So what would it fucking cost them? What would it mean to them to use a real philosopher's stone, to use tools of like the oppression of others and stuff like that? Like, I know we talk about this all the time, but I fucking love anime so much because these kinds of conversations are worthwhile to have, even if they are in a fantasy setting or a fictitious setting. Because, you know, we talk about like child soldiers. How is it that the person with the most ethics in the entire fucking thing is like a 14 year old, yeah, <laughs> is, 14 15 year old boy, yeah, is, is a baby. Like, he knew he made a mistake. Like, and I think when we were live tweeting, someone talked about like how obviously he knew not to trans, he knew not to try to do human alchemy, but he was a child, he was, ex- you know, he was experiencing more grief than the average adult probably would have been able to handle. And he made a mistake, but even at that point, even as a now 12 or 13 year old before this point he understood the weight of what he did in a way that i don't think any of the adults around him also understood it you know like i don't think that they had that kind of maturity that he did which makes them how old
2: are
0: they supposed to be in the anime
1: i mean in the in the anime and the movie
0: in the anime they're about when you meet ed as an alchemist he's about somewhere between like 12 and 15 years old like that's about the age span that you have oh, and I okay. think they I think they aged them up a little bit in here just so that the actors wouldn't be ridiculous I was like but these are these aren't like kids in their late teens these are kids in their early teens
2: oh so like this is like real early puberty type shit
0: exactly and it ain't getting no taller and that's something we didn't get a, I didn't get enough of the sh- I didn't get enough short jokes in this one because there are heaps of short jokes all in and up and through the manga and through brotherhood,
1: they didn't put like, enough jokes in it period, like there was some funny shit, but it's hard to be funny in live action. I don't know what the a lot of like the comedy and anime is so physical, like yeah. I don't know how they translate it. you get that anytime you go from an animated to a live action, a lot of that humor unless you're like unless you're dead making jokes. It doesn't really land the same, but they made some jokes about him being little in the very beginning when like the townspeople thought that Al was the full metal alchemist because duh, he's made of metal. Yeah. Um, And he's like, no, that's my brother. And he's like, oh, the little one. That's your, (laughs) that's your brother. Uh, I quietly screamed in my apartment because that was funny. (laughs) Um, They play the fuck out of him because he's so small.
0: Because Uh, he's so small. And then, like there was, there's, there's always like running milk jokes that they're trying to get him to drink milk so he can like grow taller, but he hates milk. Oh, yeah, and part he may be short because he won't drink the milk. But hey, Um, and then also I want to like jump over to the end with the Dollar Tree homunculi that they created. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a legitimate plot point from um, the anime, um, from Brotherhood and from the manga. Except it wasn't Show Tucker who started that project. It was one of um, the generals in the army. Was it a general? It's one of the higher-ups in the army who decided they were going to create this like massive um, army of homunculi to basically take over everything because working under King Bradley, they were under the assumption that... Because they all knew he was a homunculi. Like, you find out that the higher-ups already know and they don't give a fuck because they're about... Securing their own bag. Sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) So, so they're creating these like Dollar Tree homunculi, like because they realize that they can't control the likes of envy and lust and pride and sloth. You, they can't control them because they have too much free will. They have too much intelligence. So they create these Dollar Tree ones. And the same thing that you see where like what happens, I think if I'm remembering the anime correctly, and if I'm wrong, somebody's gonna try to check me, and I'm gonna say I don't care um like he opens a door to a room and like they're just all like hanging there like from the ceiling and he looks up and he's so proud and he says the whole thing like come to daddy and the same shit happens in the anime like he gets his face eaten. as he
2: deserves bitch and, w- like, and when it happens like i'm
0: cracking up and i think it's ed and al roy mustang their um ed and al's teacher izumi um was it? I don't think um, Al- um Armstrong was there, but a whole bunch of them now have to fight and keep those things where they are because if they make it out into the general population, it's gonna be madness and mayhem. It's so, gonna like, be like, the walk.
2: If- it's gonna be the Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, because those things like don't stop. So you go through, and so that was there. But like they, like I said, they kind of com, they kind of combined villains and storylines to kind of get it all in one. <laughs> But I just, if, like, for people like Tan who haven't seen Brotherhood, like, of course it looks like, it looks normal, but if you've seen it, I'm like, wait a minute, it, this is not who this particular action is attributed to. Um, but seeing seeing him get eaten by his own creations always cracks me up. I don't care who it is, because that's what you get. So, ladies, what was your favorite scene in um, the Full Metal Alchemist live action movie?
2: Um, I'm going to say, okay, so I have two, um, the beginning where he was fighting the bootleg pastor, because I really liked the special effects of that. Um, and my second favorite scene was when Ed was fighting with Al, they were having that big fight. Yeah. Um, because it's, you know, especially when, um. Al was just like, use your other arm because he knew that Ed was hurting himself. And it was just like, you know, that like you understand Al's point of view where it's like, I don't even know like if any of this is fucking real. Right. Like, how do I how do I even know if any of this is real? But then like Ed's frustration, like I'm doing all of this for you. Like, I know that I fucked up and I'm trying to make amends so that I can get you back in your body um and that that just thing about siblings like fighting where it's like they love each uh, other but they're also like really mad at each other for different reasons I I really like that scene
0: oh yeah oh that was another one of those scenes where they gave it to show Tucker but it was a different character who planted that seed in Al Mm -hmm. and actually it because oh, oh gosh, what was it? In Laboratory Five. Um, there's a place in Brotherhood called Laboratory Five where they go and and they're supposed to, where they are is actually Laboratory Five in the movie. But in the anime, um there are prisoners who were taken there and they were they did alchemy on them and they were actually other um people just like Al who were bonded to suits of armor. So he meets oh. He meets, a, he meets a serial killer, I believe it's Barry the Butcher, who's bonded to um, a suit of armor. And he's like, how do you even know that your memories are real? How do you even know that you ever existed? He's like, how do you know you're not just making something made up by your, by your quote unquote brother? Uh. And that starts that, that cycle of like self-doubt. Like In the movie show, Tucker does it to kind of create a rift between Ed and Al to make it easier for him to get access to Al. But in there, I'm like I'm. I'm just taking the chimera, not the chimera, but the suit of armor in Laboratory Five, just being a douchebag. Gotcha. Yeah. So Chopin, what about you? It was, oh, sorry, Tammy, you said you had two favorite scenes. No, those those were mine.
2: The beginning, where oh, the, okay. the the initial fight scene, um, because the like I said, the special effects and um, the alchemy stuff was really cool, and then like that scene with them fighting each other. hey
1: okay, What about you, Chopin? uh so i'll also say the very beginning because i think it sets the tone it's like as someone who really enjoyed the brotherhood seeing alchemy play out in real you know in quote unquote real life was really beautiful to see um and i the scene that tam is talking about when al yells um like i'm hollow how do i know if anything is like even real I felt that in my chest, <laughs> okay? I was like, yes, bro. Like, how do you know that anything is real? Um, but my favorite scene was when Maze Hughes is putting the pieces <gasps> together in the library. Uh, why, did I get his name wrong? Is he the right No, person? no, no,
0: no, no, because that's... <sighs> when Maze Hughes dies, oh my
1: God. Oh, okay, yeah. So that, that broke my heart, but I remember thinking everyone in this anime makes all their exclamations out loud. I need you niggas to like do this on the inside. Like, it's like he had a literal aha moment and then he starts mumbling to himself like some sort of crazy old scientist. I was like, you don't think that there are spies everywhere? You don't think that people can fucking hear you mumbling about like, oh, whoa, this is a transmutation circle. All these dead bodies, I bet they're making a fucking philosopher's stone. And then who shows up? A goddamn assassin. Okay, like... I wanted him to maybe not be so like exposed or like so open with his uh, his aha moment. And then for him to die, like it really broke my heart because I liked his character a lot and he had like the cute wife and stuff. And then to know that they fucking played him by using Envy as a fake Mustang. I was furious, even though I knew that everyone was gonna get their comeuppance at the end, I was like, We didn't have to sacrifice Mace Hughes. We get to sacrifice some other ugly in order to achieve this like end goal or whatever. And the character that the guy who plays Mace made who played Mace Hughes was so cute. I was yes, so cute. I really Adorable. enjoyed him. I really I enjoyed like, him. I was like, You are you're like kind of like, you know, like handsome and shit, bro. Like let me do a quick Google about who you are, add you to my list of strangers on the internet that I have a crush on um but yeah I I liked I liked how that scene kind of pulled it together and of course having him have that aha moment it like it helps the audience who's also watching be like oh damn this goes even deeper than we could have thought all
0: right so for me I want to say um even though it's a hard scene to watch, especially like when you know what's about to happen afterwards is the scene where Ed and Al are trying to um, bring their mother back. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like I said, it's beautifully shot. Those little kids, like they are so cute. And you know, I love the cute and all they want is their mom back. And they're like, we, and Ed is like, I have all of this knowledge. I can, I can, I can, I can create anything. Like I can make things come out of dirt. Surely I can bring my mother back. And then that thing that emerges from the transmutation circle that is nowhere near their mother. And then when Al disappears and Ed, who is a small child at the time, still has the presence of mind to be like, oh fuck no, I already had to kill my mother. I already had to kill my mother because that's what he was trying to bring back. So what you won't do is take my brother from me too, because that's all that I have left. And to give up an arm and a leg to bring his brother back, the only way that he could figure out how. Because I think it, early in the movie, like you see the armor in the corner. Yeah, you do. You see it in the corner. So that's that's the first one really early on in the movie. And then um, at the end, because I know I haven't really talked about the Bay Roy Mustang, because- As much as I love him, he really is a minor character until you get to the second half of Brotherhood and he starts making power moves, real power moves, like legitimately legal power moves. So when he realizes that the homunculi have killed Mace Hughes and he comes upon old girl Lust. It's one of my favorite scenes in the anime. It is one of my favorite scenes in the movie when Roy Mustang lights that bitch ablaze and continues to light and continues to light and continues to light and continues, continues to light until that bitch disintegrates. Shout out to the actress that played Lust, because she really did that. Yeah, she really did. I was like, but that was that's always been one of my favorite scenes, just like the rapid fire snapping. And I think what was they in that fight when they're fighting against lust and they do that slow motion bit where roy snaps his fingers and the flames are like circle around him and like he's in the middle of screaming and the fact that every time he goes hagane talking to talking to ed he's like full metal full metal hagane full metal full metal and the way that his cult just kind of just drapes over his shoulder. Lily feels me. She feels it. She feels it. <laughs> I'm trying to move her. I'm trying to move her. Cause she's like rubbing on the mic because she wants to let you know that Roy Mustang is, is the bay. That's what she's trying to let you know.
2: She's doing the most as usual.
0: Once again, <clears throat> Jamaican cat. What do you want? Not a damn thing, but to be annoying. <laughs> so that's really that. Cause I was hoping that that scene would be in there. Because if you never see Roy Mustang light something ablaze with with such fury, like you can't really appreciate the power that he's holding. Yeah, I, I think I've rambled on about Roy Mustang enough for um, one episode. <laughs> he's your baby
1: daddy. We appreciate it. Really, he is.
0: And Dean Fujioka, can we... I know we talked about bad wigs, but Dean Fujioka's hair looked really good. Oh, I had no issues with his hair. Oh, he looked
2: really good. My issue, my issue was with Ed's <laughs> G- <laughs> Envy's, I don't even know what that was on his head. And then, um, as dry up ponytail wig, I was just like, yo, you can put, you couldn't find an no oil sheen. I know there are like three black people living in Japan. You could have found some oil sheen to put on that. I'm so
0: mad at you. And, I'm so mad at you. And
2: like I said, China is right next door. That's where I get my version lace wigs from. And they're not that
1: expensive. That's all I'm saying. They could have hit up AliExpress, but they didn't. Okay.
0: I can't with y'all. I cannot. They could have dyed some. They could
2: have bleached some bundles and like made a hot glue wig. A hot glue wig? Yes, you can make wigs with um with like glue guns or hair glue. Listen, Seriously? yes, YouTube universe. Let me tell you something. Them bitches on YouTube, <laughs> them bitches on YouTube are very ingenious because I'm not sewing a wig, but you can use some hair glue. Actually, hair glue is better. So get some hair glue and you can sew the tracks onto a wig cap.
0: Hot shit, I done learned something today.
2: Listen, yeah. Tam-, Tam is for the people.
0: Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to look this up.
2: <laughs> yeah, just look up glue wig method and you'll find it.
0: I wish I could see my face. I'm so, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this existed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, YouTube, oh them
2: YouTube bitches are craftier
0: than a motherfucker. Oh my gosh. Okay, 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 okay. So um I think that wraps it up for us and the Full Metal Alchemist live action movie. Um if you live tweeted it with us, um you can always still shoot us out of your comments. Um, If you've seen it before or after and, you know, you want to share your thoughts, um, we're always open. Um, As always, we acknowledge that it is not a perfect movie, but it's a good ass time to watch because we've seen worse.
2: uh, Yeah. Uh, Damn sure better than what Death Note. (laughs) Like, goddamn. Yeah. So we've seen worse.
0: And now it is time for The Capo's Corner, where our recommendation capo show tells us what we should be watching
1: hey friends uh it's me your capo so <clears throat> what kind of shit should you be watching right now first of all every single thing i've ever said to you why are you slacking you definitely should be watching it already but talk about some new shit uh it's called the record of grand crest war it is on crunchyroll and i like it because it is the perfect balance of some light shit Uh, There's plenty of fighting. There are bad bitches in it. Uh, And although the main character, the protagonist, is a man, he is very much supported by a woman character who is not a... She's not an accessory to him. Basically, you have this this guy who tries to save this maiden in the woods only to find out that she's like a super capable mage. She has plenty of fighting skills and she was like, nobody told you to save me. I was fine on my own, but you know, I kind of like, I kind of like your swagger, or whatever. <clears throat> so she essentially helps him on his quest to save his, his like small town. And it's heartwarming and it's cute and the fight scenes are good. And it's like weirdly Uh, it's like weirdly bloody but not in a uh, not in a helsing way not in a berserker way but like when they get down to the fight scenes like niggas is getting swords like in the mouth through the back of the skull like they are very much about that life uh but it's it's fun and light like i thoroughly enjoy it the very first episode is kind of weird you're gonna watch it and be like what the fuck is going on but please give it a little bit of time just kind of lean into it and you will absolutely enjoy it so the record of grand crest war it is on Crunchyroll for certain and i think it's currently being simulcast so there's only like it is yeah so only eight or like nine episodes at the moment uh i'm mostly caught up but like i said very 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 enjoyable definitely get into it and if you're watching it let the kid know and if you don't like it you know i don't care
2: um, I have a <laughs> I have a quick one. Um, it's on Amazon, and let me just say this: Ever since Amazon released us from bondage, okay, and they Hallelujah. let okay they they let go of that stupid anime strike, and so anime is included in all their Prime videos. There are some really fire animes on Amazon Prime Video that you should be watching. Um, I've been I've actually watched a couple. Um, I think we mentioned le- uh. Land of the luscious was one. Um I think I mentioned Recreators on here if I didn't you should be fucking watching Recreators. It is fire. Um and I'm currently in the middle of Kokukoo. Um it's dark but it's not like scary dark where I feel like people would have nightmares. Um it's simulcast so there're only seven or eight episodes up. Um, I'm not gonna give you the rundown. You can Google it. Just trust me when I say it, it's really good. Um, and also Killing Bites, if you like Juni Tyson, Killing Bites is really good. It has a little more fan service than Juni Tyson, but if you just wanna see motherfuckers fight each other, then just watch Killing Bites. So yeah.
1: Ooh, but back to Recreators, definitely watch it. Like it's I will so add my good. I'm, I had to stop because one of the characters, like, my heart broke. And then I also hate another one of the characters. And Tam is like, you're not going to hate that person forever. I'm like, it doesn't matter. For right now, I hate them. So I'm going to take a break. Uh, but it is really well done. And for people who watch a lot of anime, it it gives you a good, it gives you things to think about as as far as how we consume media and what would that mean in good this piece. particular
2: yeah, like if these people showed up in your reality thinking like they're fighting a war in real life and you're like, no, this is just because I like to watch you be miserable. And you're like, wow, you made my world miserable on purpose.
1: Right. It's, yeah. it, it, it really... It's deep. It's deep, it, fam. A lot deeper than you anticipate. And again, the very first episode, you're going to have like a lot of like question mark, question mark, question mark. But as it progresses, it is just it is really, really fucking well done. Like, there is a bunch of anime on Amazon that I'm currently watching that I will eventually, like, recommend. But Amazon is doing the damn thing. So if you are not giving it... You know, if you're paying it dust, I want you to, like, pay more attention to it because it's, it's quietly whooping some of our other streaming faves asses in the anime Netflix. category. I mean, I wasn't going to name it, but yes, like... Of course, we love Fate Apocrypha. We love a couple of our other shits, but like Amazon is coming to snatch the wig, and I think it already did it.
2: Yeah, it's it's like it's creeping up to Hulu status.
1: It might even be better because I feel like Hulu has a bunch of anime, but a lot of it is shit. <laughs> so uh, I feel like Amazon has a lot of anime, but like the quality for what you get is higher.
2: Yeah. Oh my goodness, Lily um, agrees. No, Lily's being an asshole. She bit me, so don't shout out. Oh, building. sorry. Yeah, it's a smacker. It. Oh, sorry. No, no animal brutality, but yeah, it's a smacker. It.
0: Well, um, I believe before any of us get say something that gets us indicted, um, that's <laughs> it for this episode of Outlaw Bars. Um, you can always hit us up, um, on Twitter at Outlaw Bars Pod, or if email is your jam, you can email us at Outlaw Bars at fambros dot com. Um, since we just um watched the Full Metal Alchemist live action movie, we will be moving on to Fate Apocrypha, the rest yes! of the episode yes! for the next sessions of Outlaw View because yeah! we love you. And my God is a God of completion. and, and that is- Guys, it's getting
2: really spicy. I, I, I was trying to wait till it was family time, but I cheated and
0: it's getting real juicy. So we will be doubling back to that. And since you guys seem to enjoy watching the live action Full Metal Alchemist, we're going to weave in um I believe Erased is on. Yay! I wanted to so watch I'm, that with the with the crew. So, so we may have to do a poll and see whether we want to watch the anime, then the live action, or just the live action, or, you know, tell you guys to do your homework and watch the anime and then watch the live action as a family so we could talk about it. We'll do a poll or something, or maybe I'll just be a dictator and make a decision. Whatever the case may be, we will let you know. (laughs) So if you want to have any chats with me, if you have compliments for me and my Bay Roy Mustang, you know, you can direct them to um, Deadly Diva on the Twitters. And ladies, tell the people where they can find you.
1: Uh, Hey guys, you can find me on Twitter at Simply Chopay. Let's talk about anime or... Stuff I don't know. Just
2: say what's up. Hey, you can find me at Bruhabantan. I'm always open to recommendations. um As Crisco Kid knows, uh, I will go and I follow up and I watch. So I'm always down for some really good recommendations. Or if you want to slander DBZ or Naruto with me, How at the kid.
0: I don't. Okay. Okay. Hold on before we, before we go before we go. I don't know, um, ladies. I don't know if we can in good faith slander those two um when the community bay michael b jordan no nope, we can no nope, we can we absolutely can. in we good can. faith. that's
1: that's not for right now but yes yeah. we surely yeah we, we sure can. the fuck can okay, okay, <laughs> yeah,
0: we can. okay. We can. Just, i'm 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 just putting it out there you because know as a sister wife community i just want to keep no, want to keep order and peace in the house That's not I'll, my
2: bae He's not my baby. He's not my baby. And also, of all the animes, those are the only two you can name. Get the fuck out of here! Whoa, no. whoa, whoa, okay. Here we go.
0: Okay, you, you know, know that's <laughs> it. We ended this episode right now. You know how I listen, feel. Listen, <laughs> we try. Listen, we are not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that <laughs> because I'm trying to put things into the atmosphere, and you are throwing darts at my things. So let's not
1: do this. <laughs> okay.
0: So we're, we're praying outlo- for
1: you if that's what you want, definitely. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to hollow it, chadzik Boseman. Okay. Like I'm trying to oh, see, oh, me, I'm trying okay, to, yeah. I'm trying to holla, 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 holla at him. All right. So if, <laughs> if Michael B. Jordan is where you want to direct your prayers, I got you, boo. But I've already, <laughs> I've already put that on my, on my vision board, on my Give me affirmation a board. Give me uh, a, and a you see, each of us has one that we want. I just like, Give I want to do lewd things to Chadwick Boseman. Bozeman. So don't worry. We got you. We won't say anything negative about Michael B. Jordan for you. But he's literally, you're the only one who wants him, baby. Like, literally.
0: Okay. Okay, cool beans, cool beans. But outlaws, we got to get out of here. So, (laughs) (laughs) we we just got to go. Bye.